0: Democracy, 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 for a strong Europe
1: of cultures and regions, which is not an institution to and also Re- important, even if for me the word democracy remains crucial in our time.
0: European Democracy Lab podcast from the Institute of European Democrats. In this first podcast, we've been talking to Francesco Rutelli, who has had a distinguished career as the mayor of Rome, a senator, a government minister, vice-president of the Italian Council, member of the European Parliament, and currently president of the IED, the Institute of European Democrats. We've been talking to him about the priorities for the post-COVID situation. On the latest comprehensive analysis of deaths during the pandemic, the corona pandemic is the greatest crisis Europe has faced since World War II. The virus was first detected on December 2019 in China's Wuhan region. Since then, it has spread across the world and been declared a pandemic in March 2020. Several European countries, including Italy, Spain, France and Germany, have been severely hit. Today, the progression of the pandemic seems to have been contained in Europe as a result of the strict confinement measures taken by member states and the support of the European institutions.
1: Les frontières à l'entrée de
0: l'Union européenne et de l'espace Schengen seront
1: fermées. Nous assouplissons les règles budgétaires.
0: Hopefully, the development of a vaccine will put an end to this sanitary crisis. However, the other priority is to ease the economic consequences of the pandemic. At this time the European continent is in recession. According to the International Monetary Fund, three countries, Italy, Spain and France, could see their economy shrink up to 12 to 14%. In response, France and Germany presented on the 18th of May a plan that many consider to be a major step towards more European solidarity. La crise que nous vivons est inédite. Et elle implique et elle impose une réponse qui pourrait être efficace doit être collective et d'abord européenne parce que et ça nous l'avons dit l'un et l'autre depuis le début de cette crise le virus ne connaît pas de frontières et a touché toute notre Europe The French president Emmanuel Macron and the German chancellor Angela Merkel suggested that the European Commission should finance a relaunch support package of 500 billion euros by borrowing on the markets in the name of the European Union. The funds should be redistributed amongst European countries and the worst hit sectors and regions without an obligation to pay the money back. This proposal has been integrated by the European Commission into a broader plan which is currently being discussed. This is an urgent and exceptional necessity For an urgent and exceptional crisis. The Institute of European Democrats, a think tank and political foundation financed by the European Parliament, recently met to discuss the new priorities for Europe. In addition to the COVID crisis, the IED also underlined the importance of focusing on climate change and the Green Deal, as well as geopolitical issues, democratic values, and freedoms. To understand these priorities, we caught up with Francesco Rutelli, president of the IED. Mr Rutelli, let's start with the coronavirus situation. In your opinion, how can Europe overcome this crisis? What do you think of the joint French and German proposition? I
1: think that both the Franco-German proposal and the EU Commission proposals are quite good. I think it's a good progress. And I think what we should really deeply understand is that Europe needs cohesion and a strategic vision right now because we cannot afford to have a new deep divide among northern countries, among southern countries. These countries affected by A special hit during the pandemic Italy is among those countries pandemic started earlier and it was really really hard to sustain Italy so it's very important that there is a solidarity not allowing in countries like Spain also France Italy and others to make difference deeper. That would be the big issue. I think the Commission is quite good in terms of this sort of vision, but application also will depend from nation states. And I I go back to my country, Italy. Italy has to display capacity, ability of delivering, not only asking a
0: support. Before the crisis, climate change was a top priority. The European Commission presented the Green Deal with the aim of making Europe the first carbon emission neutral continent by 2050. Will the Covid crisis lessen the interest around that topic?
1: I think the EU Green Deal is a real priority because we do not know where the world is heading to we don't know how much the global pollution is grown during this uh, 2020 pandemic year did we have dramatic shift uh, in terms of co2 uh, pollution but i think the issue is do europe want to be not only the leader in terms of the paris agreement achievements but does europe want to be the leader of a transformation of the economy in terms of green jobs maintenance infrastructure digitalization of our society and being the leader also in terms of reshoring jobs of course absolutely reshoring jobs and creating new jobs for young generation for women and also of course for people with a precarious job, through a Green Deal. I think it's a real tough decision, not going back from previous engagement on the EU Green Deal, but going further and faster in the right direction. I think it's the real challenge for the Commission, for our governments, for the Council, of course, for the EU Parliament, and for people in europe
0: european integration has been severely tested over the last years can it be revived
1: you see my generation was accustomed to deal with some of the founder of europe i used to have a bat sometimes he was a very old man on on a shore on a seaside not so far away from rome with altero spinelli and i had the privilege of knowing very well the widow of Ernesto Rossi, together they wrote while they were in a prison, in a small island, under the fascism, they wrote what we call the Manifesto di Vento a visionary document about not only recovering internal democracy in my country, under the dictatorship where they were imprisoned for their values, their ideas, but for Europe. If we do want to end wars, if we do want to put an end to destruction that made Europe the blood place for the world for a century, for more than half a century, we need a a European Union, maybe an European Federation. What I do understand is that Altiero Spinelli and Ernesto Rossi were not just visionary. They were brave. They risked their life And they changed our life. Today it's much more difficult because, of course, we lack leadership at the EU level. We lack vision, values. And maybe we think that our democracy, our peaceful development is forever. And it is not. We're entering a historical phase where sovereign nations and conflicts among nations will become the ordinary rule so we need of course leadership and leaders we need vision we need projects we need concrete goals and contents because we just cannot look forward and say oh they were good no because democracy doesn't live if ordinary people doesn't think that is okay and that is indispensable not only necessary so having the idea that europe is the very place for democracy and the european values in the same time where autocracies can be the solution i think europe must be more integrated and i think maybe what we called different european circles with different powers with a more integrated Europe made by the countries really willing to do that, while other countries will share uh, economic perspectives, uh, common rules, and of course, uh, an agreement, a trade, uh, freedom. We have just a solution to finally reach diverse, different, speed integration of Europe. Culture is a topic that you
0: personally cherish. You were, after all, Minister of Culture in Italy. Do you think that culture can strengthen Europe? And if so, how?
1: As we know, culture was not in the treaties as a common policy for Europe and the European institution. That's because we think that diversity is much more important, and we come out from a period where national cultures were. Uh, mainly a factor of nationalism and an instrument of sovereignism against neighbours and against other countries. So we decided that diversity is much more better in Europe than cultural diversity, than a common culture. And I think it's appropriate. At the very end, the real culture we need, uh, not only uh, in terms of pricing, our heritage, that is absolutely decisive. Also coming to the landscape, to not no, cities, monuments, museums, etc. Arts, of course, cultural industries, that are even more important, contemporary industries. Cinema, audiovisual, design, fashion, etc. That is a world-class European uh, capacity. I think what is even more and more important for Europe and uh, culture, European culture in the world is what we could call a soft power, European soft power, a European cultural diplomacy in the world, strongly based on both heritage and contemporary industries that make uh, a very important part of our uh, GDP and uh, jobs.
0: Turning to the international political context, how do you rate the weight of the European Union in the
1: world? I think we're about to enter a new strategic rift between US and China. We are uh, Western. We are part of the West, part of Western democracies. At the same time, we are part of a multilateral world. So we are NATO partners And we are Europeans. We are nationals in terms of being part of a country with its destiny, its priorities, and its social turmoils. But my opinion is that without a strategic Europe and without geopolitic Europe, Europe will collapse. So, of course, we need stronger defence policy, we need a stronger united projection in the Mediterranean, in other neighbour areas. But at the very same time, I think uh, we need to show the European flag in terms of values, as we said, in terms of industries, as we said, in terms of economic recovery, as we said, and in terms of autonomous capacity as a federation? Who knows? As an union? Yes, in the world, in a world that is becoming more and more fragmented and divided, where the US China rift will not end, also, even if uh, Mr. Trump would not be re elected. So we need a strong Europe in the world, able to use multilateral institutions. And all the the instruments and goals we're discussing about, the Green Deal, European Green Deal, as instrument for our European interest. And we have to remember that European interest is part of each national interest and not an enemy. It is a decisive instrument of, of it.
0: Final question. What is your message? to european democrats
1: the message is there is no alternative the alternative is not the uh, sovereignism and the illusion that uh, 27 like 28 before uk left 27 european countries can decide in this fragmented arena in this multilateral turmoil that is going to be in the next years It's going to be permanent. So being European is being something that is decisive also for our national interests, meaning that you cannot be Belgian, you cannot be a Croatian, you cannot be an Italian or a a German in this very world without a strong Europe. And without a strong Europe, Each of 27 countries will be weaker, weaker, and weaker, and ordinary people in Europe will be poorer, not only will count much less in a changing world. So we need to relaunch, to start again the European dream, because it is for now, it is not for the 50s, when we started here in Rome with the Rome birth of EU treaties, what followed and showed to be the, the real achievement, 70 years without wars, how important it is. But it is not sufficient anymore. So we need that all young people, mainly young people, can be the leader we do not have in the coming years.
0: The European Democracy Lab podcast is a series by the Institute of European Democrats, a think tank and political foundation financed by the European Parliament. You can find more about this podcast and learn about our activities on the website www.iedonline.eu.